Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Prepare the Way, and was recorded on Sunday, April 10th, 2022. So prepare the way of the Lord. Amen. What does this mean? What does this mean? Well, uh, we are in Palm Sunday, right? And it's a great time of celebration. There's palms everywhere. And in unity, this is big when we bring a cross in, you know. And um, as Carla, Reverend Carla said last week, the cross for us in unity is what? Our connection from earth to God and then our connection with all others, right? All people. Right, and so um, this is the beginning of a very important week uh, around our world, as we celebrate Easter. Exactly right, Bailey. You said it. She's like, get to the point. Easter. <laughs> oh my! You know, uh, Jesus said, "Allow the children to come." Right. Right. For to such as these. That's the kingdom right there. Yes, I'm ready. I want it. Yes, now. Amen. Amen. So, you know, I align with that too because when I'm ready for something, I want it right now. You know, me and God are still working on that growing edge. (laughs) Me and God are still working on that. But today is a special day and it is celebrating, yes, the beginning of Easter week. And so in the time of Jesus, the thing we're celebrating is Palm Sunday is where Jesus rode into town on a donkey as we read um, in the daily word and I'm going to read the scripture in a minute so uh, it's important and I think sometimes in our culture we have a hard time understanding it because you know nobody rides donkeys anymore right so as we read it it's like oh yeah this is a real nice story you know Luke wrote about it it's called Jesus's entry into Jerusalem but I want you to think about the time and the place and even think about right now what's going on in that part of the world it's in constant turmoil and what what the Jews wanted then and what that time was asking for then is a king right because of everything that was happening politically does it sound familiar 
about what's happening today all around our world. And so when Jesus came in on a donkey, he was saying, I'm going to show you a different kind of king. I know you're wanting a big king on a, on a white horse to come in, probably with a sword and armor, but I'm going to show you a different king. And the kind of king he was is to come in on a, not even a full-grown donkey, but the scripture tells us a colt, which is probably about as big as a large St. Bernard. And it's almost comical, isn't it? Well, in Jesus' ministry, he was teaching on a lot of different levels right? He taught through parables, through his teachings, through miracles. But most importantly, every action had a deeper meaning than what we can see on the surface. And it's why in, uh, in Judaism, which is the tradition, of course, that Jesus came from, he was a Jew, <laughs> right? Both by heritage and by belief and teaching, he was a rabbi, right? So uh, this was very, this is, is significant. This is significant. So this is a significant time. And um, this coming in on a donkey was, yeah, let me just show you the kind of king you really need. So it is funny, and it was supposed to be. But not funny, ha-ha, funny, I'm trying to wake you up. I'm trying to wake you up that the thing that you want that you think is from the outer only comes from within. Sure, I'll ride in on a, I'll ride in on something. It's not even going to be a grown donkey. It's going to be this little thing I got to kind of hobble in on. But the people said, oh, this is a king. You know, let's put down our, they even, the scripture says they even took their coats off and put them down for him to ride on. Because a king would normally come out how? On a red carpet, right? Can you imagine in the desert rolling out a carpet for a king to walk on? So there wasn't no car. It wasn't a carpet. So they said, "Let's let's just take these things off." So there's a lot of metaphysical meaning in this. So in unity, as we look at the scripture, we're saying, "What's the deeper meaning?" Metaphysical means what? That word "meta" means beyond, right? Physical, the physical, beyond the physical. So we're looking for what is the deeper message in this. So when they saw Jesus coming in, and, and he was coming in on a little colt, not a big donkey, not even not a horse even, not even a donkey even, a colt of a donkey, it was like this uh, acknowledgement of the Christ. And so what does that taking off of the coat mean, you think? Well, our coats, what do they do? They protect us, don't they? And I think it was a real move of trust and acknowledgement of that Christ spirit to remove that coat. It's like I can show my whole vulnerable self to the Christ here. It's like I'm laying down my, my protection. In other words, I'm not going to be all armored up to bring the Christ in. I've got to, I've got to be my vulnerable self. So when we say prepare the way, we're saying we have to prepare the way for the Christ in our own consciousness. So we believe in Jesus. We believe he lived. It's not that. But we're saying, how can I do what Jesus did? If I'm the Christ in potential, what can I learn watching his ministry? So let's look at the scripture. And I, I chose the scripture from Luke because believe it or not, this big triumphal entry into Jerusalem is not in every one of the gospels. So it's always interesting to see which gospel is telling the story. So this is from the gospel of Luke, and Luke was really written for all of us, 
for the common folks. That's us. All right, so Luke chapter 19 starts in verse 28. It says, After he had said this, he went ahead going to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. And they were untying the colt. The owner said, why are you untying this colt? And they said, the Lord needs it. Ah, Okay. So they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it and rode along. People kept spreading their cloaks on the road. And as was now approaching the path, as he was approaching the path down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven, glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. And he said, I tell you, Listen to this. I tell you, if these were silent, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. Meaning, I don't even need people as this outer acknowledgement. The stones themselves know who I am. The stones themselves would cry out. So what I notice about the Pharisees is that they kind of represent a part of my consciousness at times. Have you ever started to move into more of your own personal goodness, your own personal power, and a voice back here says, I don't think you ought to do that. (laughs) Raise your hand if that's ever happened. Is that everybody? Okay, this is, this is part of what Jesus is teaching us. See, this is not only the Jesus to become Christ, but this is an archetypal journey of awakening. Yeah, so every time we start to awaken a little bit more, the voice comes in and says, uh-uh. So we've got to get then back vulnerable again and get to what's really ours to do, move into that Christ. So Jesus was going into Jerusalem, which of course is the holy city, which always, for us, we know he's coming into a place of peace. That's the holy city is a place of peace. So what if you knew, now for some of us, this is going to be a stretch. Stay with me. What if you knew right now, every time, every time you hear and step into that Christ, The angels, you can't hear it, but the angels are saying, Hosanna. What if you could believe that? What if you could believe that there was a holy nature in you, so good, so divine, so pure, that if you didn't, if you, if, if nobody outside even was acknowledging it, somewhere in the heavens is being said, Hosanna, I see you. What we believe in unity is, that is who you are. We believe God is everywhere and God is present in you. We see it. We see your holiness. We see your goodness. We see the Christ nature. 
And we sing, Spirit's calling you, come, come. In other words, wake up. Come on. Come on into the holy city. Let's get busy. Let's celebrate. Let's build something special. I think about all this church has already done, and I think, well, there, we've got a lot more to do. As we step into our Christ nature even more, we're going to be a light right here. You see all this building that's going on out here? All those people moving into this area, they're going to need a church. And they're going to need a church not to tell them how bad they are, but how good. Amen? Yeah. Because remember in unity we believe what? You're not originally cursed, but you're originally blessed. Right? You're a child of the Most High God. That's who you are. Hosanna. Yeah, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. I'll tell you, though, this, you know, I, I grew up in church. Raise your hand if you grew up in church. So this is my, yeah, this is like my 53rd Palm Sunday. I never missed a Palm Sunday. But uh, this year, there was, so every year it seems like I get something new out of it, and I, I never redo a talk and all that. I, I always um, start fresh. But there were two things. Well, one thing in particular. I'm just going to stay with that. Because the other thing, me and God are still working on. <laughs> just say a prayer for me. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's all good. Um, the humility that he must have rode in on. That humility of riding in. Because don't we all want to look good? Don't we all want to shine, be liked, do it right? But Jesus was like, eh, forget all that. This is a different kind of, I'm a different kind of king. This is a different kind of ministry. So in my personal like, like journey every day, so if I get into some self-doubt or I'm not sure or whatever, I'm going to just move into, okay, just stay in your humility, move forward as you feel guided. You know, it's pretty simple, but if I could get to that and not listen to that little voice that starts to go in my head that we all have, if I could just get to just come in humble, just come in humble. As I sat with that, what came through even deeper about this, and stay with me, this is way, way deep. There's something about the Christ nature in us controlling the animal forces. <laughs> Here's what I mean about animal forces. The lower aspect of us. Because he was riding on, not taking it with him, right? That Christ presence was on that Cold. And it says it's never even been ridden before. So there's something about this higher nature of us uh, having dominion over the lower nature. That lower nature that always wants to go its own way. Has anybody ever worked with a donkey? <laughs> One that's never been ridden? Say to the person next to you, mm-hmm. Okay, I have... Actually, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. I'm going to just tell you this quick story. So at my church, when I was at a church in Phoenix, I was an associate minister there. We wanted to do a thing with a real donkey. 
seemed like a good idea at the time. Okay, and there was a guy right behind the church, and he had this little, like, um, well, in Phoenix, it's really weird. People, like, have horses in their backyards, and they're tiny, right? So, anyway, so this, uh, my, my good buddy who was the, uh, he did all the maintenance and stuff there, he goes, well, and I was uh, big into horses and all that, and it was a, a barn there that I was riding and everything, and um, I love horses, love donkeys, love all animals, really, you know, so he thinks I'm going to be the one to help him with this. I said, well, <laughs> you know, is that a donkey, a burrow? I don't know, dude. I, I'm not sure I can help you, but I'm going to go ahead with you. So we go over there, knock on the guy's door, and we tell him what we're doing. He's like, if you can get that donkey to go with you, go ahead. <laughs> and so this guy looks at me, and I said, dude, I, I, I mean, I'm here, but I, so I'm t- donkeys are not fun to deal with. He got that donkey out, and we're, we're like kind of, you know, we're saying, come on. I'm saying, come on, Sook, you can do it. Come on, come on. You know, we're, we're along. All of a sudden, that donkey had a mind of its own and started running with the guy behind. So what I'm telling you is, we got it under control. The minister decided instead of riding the donkey, it would just lead it down the middle. <laughs> but, but. A donkey that's never been ridden, and like this one, that's called, you know what, that's called barn sour. Yeah, when something hadn't been ridden, looked after, it's called barn sour. So if a donkey had never been ridden, I'm saying it's something to control that. And that's another thing in our culture, that's what I'm saying. We don't even really understand what this is telling us. This is a donkey, it's never been ridden, and the man came in with people all around and palm branches. He's telling us something. That is the Christ in us that controls these lower energies, these lower forces that are very primal and animalistic. And you know all those things. We want to look good. We want to feel good. We want to, right? It's all about what we want and can get. And it's our way or the highway. That's what the Christ in us controls. See? So there's a lot going on here. It looks like a little old story from 2,000 years ago, but what it's really about is living a healthy spiritual life and how to come into our highest nature. That's really what it's about. So I don't know what it's about for you. It might be something totally different. What, what really got to you this time might have been the stones cried out. But what I know is true about this time of year, always... I was talking to a friend of mine the other day who's um, 81, and she has so much wisdom. She's just one of my closest friends. And she said, and I called her. I said, oh, man, what a week. And she said, honey, it's Easter time. I said, oh, right. I said, how was your week? And she said, honey, it's Easter time. (laughs) So what that means is something is going to come up for healing and resurrection. That's the good, the good news and the bad news, right? The bad news is it's up, and so you got to deal with it. The good news is it gets to resurrect here within the week. So we're going along life's journey, all of us. Our goal is to resurrect. Our goal is to get to that Christ itself. Our goal is to live from that Christ itself to make a real difference in the world in which we live and work. Right, so that we can be a blessing when we go to the grocery store, when we go home, when we're talking to friends, when we're helping family. 
right? That's our goal. And it's hard. I've, I've got a nephew right now who at 40 years old has been in addiction so long. He was just told you have the heart of an 80 year old. So I'm trying to be a blessing in that situation. I'm saying, is there anything for me to do at this point other than love and support and pray? That's what I mean. That's part of life's journey. So, and here it's coming up right now for him. This is his choice point. I know that. This is the last one. I, I just know it in my heart. This is his last one. He's had three major incidents in the last three years. Last time he wasn't supposed to live, but he did. You know? So this is what I mean. We're all on this journey somewhere. Don't make up because I'm up front. Life's perfect. Life is life. The only difference is I get to do my journey in front of everybody. Lucky me. Right? So I, I hope that you're taking this journey seriously, that you're in it. You know, that you're in it, that you're not just thinking, okay, let's just go hear a little message and we're going to go back to life and back to binging Netflix. My hope is that you're going to really be in this. Because as you can see, by turning on the news, or as we all do now, look at your phone, the world needs your light. Amen? The world needs you being a blessing. The world needs you lighting it up with your Christ nature. That's my hope. That's my hope. So, as you do your prayers, you know, as you, as you start to tap into that Christ within, my hope is that you're going to go, I know the heavens are saying, Hosanna. I know the heavens are seeing me. Even if people around me don't, even if I'm not seeing it myself, somewhere within me, there is this good, holy Christ nature. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.